Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Russ with the Overlook Podcast. Um, before we get in our episode, I just want to apologize. I know I am running late this week and I want to explain the reason why I'm running late this week is because um, I've been having all types of technical issues. I am now on my fourth microphone and this one broke as well right before I was about to record. I have no idea what's going on, but my microphones keep recording. Um, someone told me it's because Mercury is in retrograde. I'm not sure. But I kept pushing back the date because of uh, the lack of microphone. And I really, really wanted to get a better sound in my recordings. Um, but unfortunately, the universe just is not allowing that right now. So hopefully next episode, I'll have that figured out. Um, but I thought I should just push ahead. And I did not want to keep delaying episodes. So I do apologize going forth. You can expect new episodes every Sunday night. So we have two cases today. We're going to talk about one case that comes from Atlanta, Georgia. This is a case from 2004. And then we're going to end off with another case. This is a more recent case. This is a case of a missing woman from Alabama. This case um, began, her disappearance happened in December of 2020. A fan actually wrote in, a listener actually wrote in and um, let me know that her family member was missing and asked that we cover it. Um, And so we are going to end off on that note. Again, that is going to be a more recent case that I really want you guys, um, especially you guys in Alabama, to pay special attention to. Of course, we want our listeners everywhere to pay attention to just because a person disappeared from one place does not mean they're not in another place. Um, But because this one is so recent, it can still be fresh in a lot of people's minds. Um, I really want people that were in that area to pay attention to the information I'm giving and really If you were in that area at time, no matter how small of details or tips or what you may have saw as her may seem to you, I ask that you do call in to the lines and numbers that I give you um, because there is really no such thing as a detail that's too small. I'm not asking you guys to be investigators. I'm not asking you guys to sit there and decide, well, is this good enough information for me to call in? Nope. No matter what you think you have, no matter how big or small you think it is, um, once I go over the case, the details, if any of that sounding familiar to you, if the day that I'm talking about, you're like, hey, I was in that area, I'm asking that you do um, use the information that I give regarding which police station to call, what number to use, and call in to give tips. And that is the same with all of our cases. Uh, but I do want to put that especially out there, especially since this case was so brand new. Um, and we're hoping to bring... Um, this beautiful, beautiful woman home to her family, okay? 
So the first case we're going to start off is the case of Mary Ann White. Mary Ann White is an African-American female. She's missing from Atlanta, Georgia. She has been missing since July 1st, 2004. Mary was 37 years old at the time of her disappearance. At the time of her disappearance, Mary was working as a waitress, a model, and aspiring writer. She is a mother of two. Around the time of her disappearance, her boyfriend had given her about $7,000 so she could finish writing her book. Now, because we have this detail about the money, one of the things that rubbed me the wrong way is that it seems like the police kind of just jumped from the start with the idea that she left on her own accord with this money. Now, it should be noted that the police did check her apartment and her apartment looked normal. Also, her car was parked in its usual spot. Um, and it just really seems from everything I read that because those things were normal um, and because she was given this money, police just automatically kind of went with, yeah, she walked away on her own. And it doesn't look like much effort was put into trying to find her case foul play was at hand. Now, Mary was last seen at 10 p.m. on that July 1st day in 2004. Um, around this time, she had dropped off a friend around the Olympia Way Southwest area in Atlanta, Georgia. She was driving her car, which was a purple four-door 2000 Saturn. Again, this car was later located at her home. Ms. White's family believes that there was actually some foul play involved in this. They believe foul play was involved for a couple different reasons. One being that she left with none of her items, um, not toothbrushes, not clothes, also not luggage. Um, and this is something to kind of ponder upon because it's not like she left in her car and she could have just took some small things, threw it in her car and left. She didn't leave in her car. Um, if she did walk away, she had to walk away um, in some other type of means. Her family really they do not believe that she would have just walked away with absolutely nothing on her whatsoever, not even a bag to carry stuff with. Um, another thing that um, kind of makes her family believe that foul play was involved was that there was no activity on her account since that day. There has been no activity whatsoever on any of her banking accounts. Her family believes that her case has not been given the thorough justice as it deserves. Also, family states that some of the acquaintances that Mary saw around that time gave very inconsistent statements regarding her disappearance. No one has heard from her since that July 1st, 2004 day. So, as I kind of stated earlier, there's going to be a lot of unknowns about um, the cases that I cover because the cases I cover are going to be cases that um, are not getting national attention, that may not get even a lot of local attention. But those are the cases we specifically want to focus on because I personally believe those are the cases that need more acknowledgement, that need to be heard more, that need to be out there more. Um, I wish everybody's case could get national attention, could get... Um, reoccurring follow-up until family and friends have their loved ones home or have some type of closure to where their loved ones are and what happened to their loved ones. Now, some of the issues I have with this case is one, I don't understand why we don't know exactly where she dropped this acquaintance off at. Um, it seems like she was reported missing pretty soon. So it's not like they came back and asked 
hey, did anybody, does anybody remember when they last saw Mary? like three, four months later. It was a pretty quick turnaround time. So it's kind of weird to me that we just kind of say like, oh, it was around this area. I looked up that area, um, that Olympia's Way, Southwest area in Atlanta. It's a residential area. Um, so the person that she was dropping off, I find it weird that they couldn't give an exact address. It's a residential area. It's not like they were being dropped off on a busy street and they're just like, hey, drop me off here. I'm going to walk to blah, blah, blah. This is a very residential area. It's just houses and apartments. Um, another thing that I thought was weird is that no one seems to know what she was wearing last. And I found this particularly interesting because I looked at a couple missing persons pages. And usually when you look on these pages, they will say last head on. Um, blue jeans, white shirt, purple shoes, green purse, something like that, hoop earrings, um, and every single one of hers says not available, or it's left blank, or it says unknown. I think that's kind of weird since we have a time frame, we have an area, and the police know who this person is that she dropped off last so they have a person to ask i'm trying not to put too much energy into that because if we're being 100 percent honest uh i saw a co-worker today um and if you ask me what my co-workers wore i could not tell you but also in the back of my mind i'm like yeah because i saw her in passing it's covid we said hi, we said we'll text you later, and we kept it pushing. I would think that if I was riding in a car with somebody, I would remember at least one thing because I would be looking at you at some point in time. Um, but I know that's not the case for everyone, so I try not to put too much thought into that, but I did think that was a little bit odd. Um, another issue I have with this case is that police saw that her home wasn't in disarray her car was parked in its normal parking spot there seemed to be no evidence of foul play in the car in the home and it seems like they kind of immediately wrote the case off because of those things but my mind immediately jumps to okay who knew she had this money on her and now i want to say um what do we know about the people around her um because to me those things seem to indicate okay if she did leave with somebody, um, if someone did help her um, in getting to wherever she went, or if there was foul play involved, it seems like it's most likely would be someone that she was familiar with since we have no sign of foul play. Um, but also, family said there had been no movement on her account since that day. Okay, so that leads me to believe that money that her boyfriend gave her was not put into her account. It was not cashed. I mean, not cash. I'm sorry. It was not uh, put into her account and checked. It was not a check because if that money was cashed from a check, the police will be able to determine where it was cashed, what day it was cashed, what time. Because um, banks are able to trace that, especially in 2000s they would be able to trace that um and there seems to be no indication anywhere that anyone was like yes and a check was cashed at this day or money was taken out of her account at this time so that leads me to believe that this money was cash and when we're talking a large amount of cash like that you are possibly making yourself a target and so again it goes back to i wonder who all knew she had that money on her did the police investigate that did the police follow up and say hey who exactly knew she had this money was this money in cash now that is going to make her a target 
when you have larger monies like that amount of money on you, you're always making yourself a target. I know a lot of times we think in our mind that, you know, we need to be wary of strangers and we do need to be wary of strangers. But a lot of crime is interpersonal. It's people that people already know. So that's something I didn't see mentioned anywhere, but it's something that I'm very suspicious about, um, especially since family seems to have their suspicions about friends and acquaintances and their stories being very inconsistent. Now, if you have any information about Miss Marianne White, you can still give a reach out to the Atlanta Police Department. They can be reached at 404-546-5602. And again, that is 404-546-5602. Also, you can always Google Atlanta Police Department. Another uh, place you can go if you want to report a tip, report anything you might have heard, seen, or if anything's ringing a bell to you about this case, or if you're looking on our Instagram and you recognize her face. And I'm also going to post a map of that area. If you are lived in that area around that time and you're like, yeah, you know, I remember seeing a car like that around here, whatever. Give a call to um, the Crime Stoppers in Atlanta as well. Their number is 404-577-8477. That's 404-577-8477. Or you can go to their website and, um, and anonymously write a message to them there at crimestoppersatlanta.org. Um, again, you can report to Crime Stoppers, the number that I gave, or on their website anonymously. Um, and honestly, again, we're not asking you to be detectives and determine if the information you got is good enough to report there are people that are paid to determine if they can do anything with the information. Any information you have and you want to push for or you want to give um, could be helpful. A lot of crimes, again, are solved with the help of the public, okay? Because a lot of times we do hear, we see things that, again, we might think means nothing or we think, kind of like in my previous case that I covered last week, that like, oh, well, everybody knows that. So I know the police know. And that is not always the case. So I ask that if anything in this case sounds familiar, you're in an area at that time, you remember that car at that time, you've seen her face recently, anytime past that day, I ask that you please give a call to Atlanta Police Department or stop by Atlanta Crime Stoppers um, website and also you can report there anonymously on the web or via phone call. Um, I do also want to say I have actually used Crime Stoppers before. Uh, this was about 10 years ago and they ask questions and honestly they don't make you feel bad if you don't know. Um, it's perfectly fine to say yeah I don't know. I have no idea. This is what I know. This is what I got. And um, again, they will determine what information is useful and not. There's no pressure on you. It's it's a very simple process. All right. So I do want to get into our second case. This case is about Miss Yvonne Wood Covington. A follower reached out to us about this particular case. Um, this is a family member of hers that went missing. 
Um, this was December 2020. This was actually Christmas of 2020. And this, she went missing from Center, Alabama. She was actually last seen in Fort Payne, Alabama. She was visiting family for Christmas. Um, she was last seen on December the 25th. Her car was found abandoned in Little River Falls parking lot on the Cherokee County side of Highway 35 Bridge on the 26th. Now, on January 9th, there was an update, and this is of 2021, that there had been several search parties, including helicopters and drones were used to search near the Little River Canyon National Preserves area. Nothing was found at that time. Um, search and rescue teams with cadaver dogs went to the Little River Canyon area on February 1st of 2021. Unfortunately, from what I read, it looks like the winds are really heavy that day. There was some snow on the ground at that time. And due to weather conditions, there was a limitation to how far the dogs and their trainers were able to search. From the article that I read, it looks like they tried to cover as much ground as possible, but due to weather conditions, there were some areas they were not able to go over. Um, now, I did talk to a family member. The car that Miss Covington was driving was a white 1998 Lincoln Town car. Again, she was last seen on December the 25th of 2020. Her car was discovered on the 26th of December 2020. This car was found abandoned in the Little Rivers Fall parking lot on the Cherokee side of Highway 35 Bridge. If you were in that area, if you were driving by that area, Christmas time, the 25th and the 26th are both kind of big traveling days. So I suspect lots of people were driving by this area during those times. If you drove by this area during that time and you remember seeing a white 1998 Lincoln Town car, I do ask that you call in with anything, any tips, anything that you saw to the Fort Payne police. And I'm going to give you that number. And I just want to say here, Again, you don't need extravagant details. I know myself, I do not know cars by names. If you ask me, hey, did you see a Lincoln Town car? I'm going to go, I have no idea. But if you ask me, you remember seeing a white car in that area? Yeah, I remember seeing a white car parked in that area. Those are the type of things that can be helpful. Even if all you can say is, yeah, I remember seeing a white car um, in that area, but that's about it. That helps because if you call it and you can say, hey, yeah, I remember um, driving by the Little uh, River Falls parking lot or I stopped over there for a second. There was a white car there and that's all the information you got. That can be helpful because then you can tell us, okay, well, what time were you there? Okay, you were there at 2 a.m. on the 26th. Okay, well, now we know that car has been there at least since 2 a.m. Okay, little things like that are very helpful. If you were driving by that area and you remember seeing um, two people sitting next to a white car, standing near a, a white car and lifting the trunk, okay, well now we know another person was there. Um, now we know, hey, it looks like another male was there or hey, it looks like another female was there. Those type of things, even though to us we're like, I'm not even 100% sure if this is the car, that does not matter. Again, it's up to the police to make those determinations, but little information that you can give just by being in that area and whatever you can remember can be extremely helpful 
to this case and bringing this beautiful woman home to her family, okay? You can contact the Fort Payne Police at 256-856-1414 if you have any information. Again, any information would be helpful, even if it's just as little as I saw a female walking around that area, I saw a group of people, and that was it. That can be very, very helpful. Again, this car was a white 1998 Lincoln Town car. Um, the car has been located, so we're not looking for the car, but this was the car that she was driving um, when she was on her way back home. Again, she was heading back to Center, Alabama, and she was leaving Fort Payne, Alabama. Again, the Fort Payne police are the ones actually handling this case. They can be contacted at 256 856 1414. As always, I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I ask that you spread it if you like it. Um, give us recommendations, give us shout outs, and I ask that you guys stay safe out there. You guys have a great week. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.